Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up View podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored to have you with us today. This podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. If you're a corporate executive or leader, an entrepreneur, or someone looking to be pushed toward your next level of success, then our annual conference is for you. Four years strong, we have had world-class speakers, strategic breakout sessions, and top-notch entertainment, and this year is no different, except you get to enjoy it from your home, November 6th and 7th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The world is waiting for you to show up at your best, and there is no more time to waste. So for more information and to grab your ticket, go to riseupforyou.com forward slash conference, and we look forward to seeing you there. Now, today's guest is Abigail Rebecca. Now, she is the founder of Illuminated Leaders, and she helps purpose-driven women shift their internal self-image and become more visible. Now, through her own experiences working as a senior leader in corporate, building a successful business and coaching and developing women at the upper level for almost 20 years, she understands that your results are a reflection of what's going on inside and shifting your internal paradigm gets you results faster. We had an amazing conversation, so rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Well, welcome, Abby, to the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you, Leanne. It's really great to be here. I'm super excited for our conversation, so let's dive right in. Share a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Abigail Rebecca. I'm the um, FEM boss and founder of Illuminate <laughs> Leaders, um, and we work with really purpose-driven um visionary uh, female entrepreneurs leaders uh, coaches and we really help them um with their self-image um so that they can be um highly visible and um really create prosperity and abundance and, and pure bliss really within their lives i often find you know when i work with women we get to a certain and this applies to men as well of course mm-hmm. but we get to a certain point within our business where it's been a real struggle um and and then there comes a time when actually we need to be out there and be really highly visible you know so whether it's speaking on stages you know positioning yourself as an expert to be invited onto podcasts or even just going into a room into a networking event um it it requires us to be visible and there's lots of blocks Mm -hmm. that stop us from being highly visible so that's what we work on we specifically work on those blocks where do they come from where do those thoughts come from and then once they're recognized we shift them so that our clients can then go on and be highly visible in whatever they want to create within their business nice beautiful so in your experience um what has been some of these blocks especially for women yeah, you see, this is why I love to work with women, um, because I do feel that we have a specific set of problems and blocks. Um, I'd say the biggest one is um, I'm not good enough. That's a huge block for a lot of women. Um, 
uh, there's a lot of limiting beliefs I think that women have about themselves, about being visible. You know, am, am I good enough? Am I being relatable? Um, and a lot of fears around um, being ridiculed and being laughed at. And you, if you think about it as well, this is another reason that I love to work with women. We have limiting beliefs that were normally created around when we were young. Like mine was always like, don't be visible because you'll get picked on. Mm. Like you'll get laughed at and you'll get ridiculed. So all my life, I learned how to fit in. But that doesn't work for me now as a, as a business leader. I need to stand out. It's not about fitting in. It's about standing out. So we have these thoughts that are created in our lives. But also, particularly for women, there's, there's the limiting beliefs and fears that we've inherited through the ancestral line. And if you think about like thousands of years ago, for, and even now, actually, in some parts of the world, as a woman, if you're visible, it's dangerous. Mm. You know, something bad might happen to you. You know, years ago when we were visible, they burnt us at the step at the state. <laughs> right. They did. So um so there's this there's an inbuilt kind of fear around it that we often can't put our fingers on mm-hmm. and it really, really stops us from being out there and being visible and showing up. Um, you know, as our authentic self. Uh, a, a lot of women that I work with you know, the same as me when I worked, when I had a very successful career in corporate, you know, I took on male masculine traits, like being driven and aggressive and strong and, you know, like driving things forward with force. And of course, my beautiful feminine leadership skills that we all have, men and women, we all have, Mm. you know, the nurturing and the creation and the relationship building they were kind of like piped down because that was like soft skills. Well, it's it's soft skills. It's relationship building that builds business. So it's soft skills that make you the millions. Mm. So that's what I'm interested in. And that's what I'm interested in helping women create in their businesses. So they have the driven and they have the strength and they have that drive and ambition, but they also have the beautiful like soft feminine leadership skills that we have as well. Yeah. Wow. So much is coming up for me and what you're saying, because I just I love this conversation and it's soft skills is what we're all about here at Rise Up For You. That's what we do when we go into corporations. It's emotional intelligence and relationships. And how do you resolve conflict in a way that both people feel like they're winning? And so many of those things that that I think now more than ever, you know, corporate leaders are coming around about their understanding. But still, it's it's a it's a hard wall to climb sometimes. And and that relationship side and women, like you said, feel like they need to have a lot of masculine energy and come out in that way when it's a balance for both for men and women it's a balance of that feminine and masculine it is and then and then you get women that are burnt out you know Mm. you get women that are ill I mean I I I operated at such a high level within my career in order to prove myself worthy as a leader, where constantly I was being told, you need to be more like him. Look at the board directors. Look at the board directors. Look how they behave. You need to be more like them. You're too nice. You're too soft. You're too this. You're too that. <laughs> and then and then we just go and burn ourselves out and we become ill. You know, I, I had a really, really serious heart condition. Mm. And it was only, and I carried on going because I just ignored it, because I didn't want to be seen as weak and, you know, that I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But eventually, that's the thing that made me stop. My body had to physically manifest something to stop me and to slow myself down. So if we're not showing up as our authentic selves, it, it, it all goes internal. And that's what makes us sick. 
I see it a lot and it's, I'm really passionate about eliminating it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, it's from the inside out. Absolutely. And something that eventually has got to give, right? Whether it's a physical, uh, you know, just, you, you know, you, you, you're soft and sweet for a while and then you just blow up and people are like, where did you come from? Right. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, it's yeah, this is sometimes how I need to be. Sometimes I need to be, you know, strong in this and sometimes I need to be more nurturing and and but there's so much strength in the nurturing and so much strength in the vulnerability now more than ever. You know, that's being talked about. Right. So share a little bit about how you feel about that. Yeah, I, I think I think that for thousands of years, actually, you know, if you if you think about the patriarchal system that we've all operated in, mm-hmm. there's almost like a de- there's a de- there's a like a dimming down of that softness, mm. um, and and you know, I, I I'm sure that any men that are watching this can also relate to it. You know, if you think about the way that a man is raised. You know, and don't be a baby, don't cry, don't show your feelings. And actually, as women in business, that is also drummed into us. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's almost like it's um, it's almost like it's it's something to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And I, this was a real journey for me actually, because all through I had a very very successful career in corporate very successful because I was showing up as a what they saw as a leader and then when I actually left corporate and started my own business I was able to build my business like that very easily because I've got good business acumen I had I'm intelligent I've got a good community around me but then when it when I got to a certain point within my business and I wanted to expand it was like I was stuck on a hamster wheel and I couldn't get any further because the only way that I knew how to build business was like in that old paradigm. Well, there's, we all know that we're not operating in a new paradigm. There's a new way of doing business. It's like you say, it's the relationship builder, mm. you know, and you can only get so far without those relationships. That, those soft edges and those kindness, that kindness and that gratitude and being in service to another person. If I didn't learn how to do that, I mean, I had to learn it. I had to relearn it. If I didn't do that, I, I would not have created what I'm doing now. I would still be struggling. A lot of my clients talk about the fingernail climb to the top. Mm. You know, I can so relate to that. It's difficult, it's so difficult. I'm swimming against the current. And actually, life is meant to be flowing downstream. It's not supposed to be difficult. But we make it difficult because we have this story in front inside of us that things have got to be hard. I can't I I possibly deserve success or wealth or happiness in my life unless it's been a struggle. Well, it doesn't have to be a struggle. It's just a story that we tell ourselves. And actually eliminating that softness and making it hard makes the story even, you know, makes the journey even more harder for us. So why I really, really love to work with women, you know, who are operating like that within their business and really helping them take that next step is about really showing them that there is a softer feminine way and you don't lose your edge. Hmm. There's a lot of power and there's a lot of amazing teachers out there that, you know, Brené Brown, obviously, obviously springs to mind. Mm -hmm. You know, the courage is 
the the courage is in your and the bravery is in that vulnerability and that connection and just opening your heart to another human and like one soul connecting in with another and that's when beautiful relationships are formed and that's when all the wealth and the abundance flow in in a beautiful way yeah absolutely that's that's beautiful what i'm not sure how to phrase this question i mean there's a lot of talk of course has been talk since feminism back in you know whatever the 60s right um what do you feel about that because sometimes as a woman especially it's i think there can be victim energy sometimes for women like you know or anyone that feels marginalized you know there's this victim energy that sometimes is brought what would you say about about that yeah, I, I mean, wherever there's lightness, there's darkness, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a flip side to everything. You know, that's the front of my hand, or is it the back? That's the back of my hand, is it the front? There's two sides. You know, there's love and fear, there's scarcity and there's abundance. There's always there's always light and there's always light and shade or light and shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that there is definitely a, a very, very big bear pit that you can fall into, you know, where you become, you, you kind of, you become a victim and you, you get into that mentality where you actually give your power away. Now, I'm not, obviously, I'm not saying that that is anything attached to any woman's movement. Right, no, no. What I'm saying is, is that I truly believe that, you know, this, this, this world, the world the world will be better. The world will be a better place and the world will operate naturally as it's meant to be with equality. So I, I truly believe that, that we can see it. There's a movement, you know, there's a movement of women rising. And then it also, it's not like the men aren't there. The men are there, you know, the men are there to support the women rising so mm-hmm. that we can actually come to an equal plane. So this isn't about, you're better than me, I'm more clever than you, women should rule the world and men, you know, now need to know their place. (laughs) It's about about actually creating an equal place. And a lot of this is to do with forgiveness. And I think, you know, when when a, a, um, a, a group of people have been marginalized, victimized, um, for being themselves, mm-hmm. there's a lot of anger that comes up, you know, and that, and I think that anger is justified, you know, you, it's, it's there, it's there, but actually, what am I going to do with that anger? Because that anger is not going to make me feel happy. Yeah. So that anger is not going to serve me. So actually, what am I going to do with that? So as part of the work that we do with the women, you know, there's a lot of forgiveness work. Mm. And it, like, it's interesting actually when you talk about forgiveness because there's a real, sometimes there's a real reluctance from people to do this forgiveness work because they feel that if you're forgiving someone, then you're saying that they're right, what they did was right. right. But actually what you're doing is you're releasing yourself, you're not releasing them, you're releasing yourself from that anger and that bitterness and that resentment. And then what happens is you the fear goes. And when fear goes, the only thing it can be replaced with is pure love. Yeah. 
And when we operate from a place of love as opposed to a, a place of fear, then that's when we become incredible, extraordinary leaders. Absolutely. The only one hurt by the inability to forgive is the person who can't forgive, right? I mean, and that's, like you said, it manifests as illness, it manifests as a, um, um, a limiting belief in a way, right? Or that victim mentality that oh, the world's against me and I can't do this and where it's just, it's, it's, it's forgiving yourself really is the only one you need to forgive, right? It's forgiving yourself and saying, okay, this is where I'm at. This is taking my personal responsibility and where I, you know, maybe made some mistakes and moving through it. Absolutely. It's so important. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. important work. Yeah, it is. And like you said, it can be scary for people and they can have a, um, a mixed sense of what that forgiveness means. Like you said, condoning or, you know, thinking it's okay. But at the end of the day, it's, it's forgiving yourself for buying into the misbelief that someone else has done something wrong because they're on their own journey and you can only be on your journey and however it affected you was the meaning you gave it yeah yeah and right. as, as humans we want to be right absolutely <laughs> we want to be right we want to be right i want i want to be right and i want you to be wrong yeah and you know we're constantly constantly creating situations in our lives that prove ourselves right and that's why this the the mindset piece is so important as well like the belief because you can either you can you can believe if you believe one thing if you believe that you'll never be successful or i believe that you know people if i believe that people will laugh at me if i'm visible within my business i go on and do facebook lives or i stand on stages then you're constantly going to be creating situations in your life to prove yourself right if you believe that when you stand on stage or when you do a facebook live or when you speak to someone you're going to be respected and, and accepted and loved and it's going to be an incredible experience. You're going to create things in your life to prove yourself right. So we're always proving ourselves right. And that's why forgiveness is really difficult because we don't want, we, it's almost like we think that we're going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. We're not wrong. Right. We're just clearing. We're just clearing it all out the way right. so we can get out, out of our own way and do what we've been destined, what we've been put on this earth to do, our true purpose and our dharma. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you can get to that sense that the, the, you know, wanting to be right and the justifying and the rationalizing and all of that comes from the story and the ego and the, all of that mixed together, right? Where it's, it's, yeah, being able to step beyond that, right? To that sense of forgiveness, to that sense of, of gratitude for the lessons learned, good or bad, right? For it, because it's all just a journey it's all just research right it's not failure it's research it's like okay that didn't work okay let me go over here and try something different or you know maybe I didn't sound as great on that video as I would have liked next time I'll sound better you know so it's but yeah now more than ever it's it's visibility and now more than ever I think there's the opportunity to be judged and criticized and ridiculed because just what's going on in the world right and then you know, in the past, you only the people in front of you and, you know, the other side of the stage would see you. And now it's it's out there. So I think that creates a lot of fear for people, too. Yeah, I think it does. And, you know, what I always say to my clients, you, you're always going to get three. As soon as you start to, like, raise your profile and get visible and almost like enter that world of celebrity, mm -hmm. you're going to get 
three top groups of people you're going to get 33 percent of people that are absolutely going to love you and they're going to be your raving fans and then you're going to have 33 percent of people that don't like that absolutely hate you and can't bear you and then the other three percent 33 percent couldn't care less <laughs> they're not bothered they couldn't care less so actually you know really like you're really making your message so stand out so much and you stand out so much is actually going to be in your in your favor because you're going to be attracting the people like your clients or you know your customer whoever it is whoever it is you want to attract in you're going to be attracting those people to you with your message and your visibility and then the other ones that can't bear you well that's fine because they're not your people anyway so you want to Repelling people is just as important as attraction. Everybody talks about blind attraction. Mm. Let's talk about repelling people, shall we? <laughs> like, you know, there's a whole bunch of people in this world that I'm quite happy to repel. And I will go out of my way to repel them because I don't want to work with them. And I don't want them to be in my community. And that's fine. They'll go and find other communities. You know, they're not bad people. They're just, I just don't want to work with them. Right. So client attraction, client repellent, repelling <laughs> you know go out there and be visible and attract and repel in equal measures right i mean you can't serve all what is it now seven eight billion people on the planet you know yeah. you only need a few of those right yeah i mean so. i know come on we're women but we're not that good yeah. <laughs> no we think we can do everything but yeah <laughs> exactly exactly um what are some of the, if you could just give a couple little tips on, I, I know you work with blocks and limiting beliefs, and are there any particular tools that you resonate with that you find have really helped your clients, or is it really organic and depends on the, the person, or how, how is that for yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely step, there's like, a, there's a process that I mm -hmm. take my clients through, whether they work with me one-on-one, -on -one or we do a lot of like three-day retreats all over the world, and um, that we bring the women together and do this work. Um... But I, I, I've just been talking, I've just been speaking about it actually on a call um, that I've just had previously. Um, I think gratitude is just, it, it's so important and so incredible. So one of the things that I would definitely say to like be in the, because really our result, our results are a reflection of how we feel inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So if we, so if we think of ourselves and we feel the feelings really important if we feel that we're successful if we feel that we're beautiful if we feel that we're clever if we feel that we're intelligent if we feel that we're relatable and we're nice and people are going to like us that will it that will make us more visible we'll mm. show up we'll show up more authentically we'll be happier people will resonate with us you know your vibe we're vibrational creatures mm -hmm. We, we want to hang out with people that make us feel good. So gratitude plays such an important part in that because it makes us really healthy and happy and, uh, you know, does amazing things for our body. It helps our health and it, it does, it's got such amazing benefits. So one of the things that I was talking about actually on my last call is to have, um, well, I haven't got it with me, but I've got a little notepad and I just call it my gratitude journal. Mm. And I'll literally write in there 10 things every day that I'm grateful for. And it doesn't have to be big, massive, you know, off the chart <laughs> results. It can be, you know, my partner brought me a cup of coffee in bed this morning. He took the dog for a walk so I didn't have to get out of bed. It's lovely. Mm. You know, so really get into that 
that real feeling of gratitude because what happens is it just eliminates all the negativity and the jealousy and the fear that really shows up for us when we're in that growth spurt and we're building business and we're pushing ourselves out of comfort zone. So that's the first thing. And then the second one, um, I think we're going to share it actually. It's, um, it's a, a, a free book that I have on my website. It's called Illuminate From Within. And it's five steps that I always share with my clients when they first start to work with us around, you know, how you can make yourself feel better about yourself and become highly visible. And the first step in that is to really create your own abundant reality. So to get very, very specific about what you want. Um, and it's incredible, you know, it's really fascinating that I'll often work with women and they've created like a six figure business and they're still not crystal clear about what it is that they want. And very often they're not allowing themselves to go there because they don't believe that it's possible. So one of the things, one of the exercises that I do with them is to really, really get into that playful, creative energy, you know, get a big piece of paper with some coloring crayons and some glitter and just get on the floor like a child Mm -hmm. and actually start to draw out what it is, like what your big vision is. And if you were to take away all your limiting beliefs, what is it that you would create? And I think when you're in that abundant creative childlike energy it's really beautiful what comes through to you so uh, just like both of these right are about having fun yeah absolutely we need but to have more fun <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely that's beautiful I love that and I love the simplicity you know we, we try to make things so complicated sometimes and and um, as human beings, right, drama and, you know, think we have to do some big, huge thing and, you know, and it's sometimes it's just on the floor with a little bit of glitter, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was actually watching, a, a, I, I really love Kundalini Yoga mm-hmm. and, um, and I was watching some teaching from one of the women that I follow. I go to her classes whenever I'm in L.A., and she was saying, like, every day, it's really important as women that we go and play in water. So don't just, like, it's beautiful to have a bath, but when you lie in a bath, still, you become like a prune. <laughs> <laughs> but when you actually play in water, there's just something that it does to a woman's energy. And I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, that's why I feel really good. Like, whenever I get in the hot tub, mm. and I have a splash around in the hot tub, I feel really good. And it's just simple things, like that real simple thing that actually raise your vibration and when you feel happier and more joyful and playful it just opens up like just the stickiness and the awkwardness goes away like and we can often feel so awkward and fearful and everything's a chore and it's really hard when we're growing business when actually you can flip it around and really have fun with things Mm, that makes so much sense I love that thank you for that really just to remind us of those simple things and and to honor ourselves and our our place and our bodies and in our minds. And I love that. That's so beautiful. Thank you for that. Um, now I want to move on to our power questions. So um, what is one book that has had a massive impact on you? Okay. Oh, you know what? When you asked me this in advance, I really struggle to pick one because there's just the most incredible books out there. Mm -hmm. But the one that really resonates with me that stands out that I recommend time and time again is the surrender experiment by Mike. I have to write it down actually, because I don't know. I can't remember his name, Michael A. Singer. And it's this, and and if you can listen to it on audible, 
because he narrates it. I love it when the author narrates it. Mm -hmm. It just makes you feel like you're just listening to him in a room. And it's about this guy who literally gave up everything and went to live in the woods to meditate. And he was like this crazy, like, man in the woods meditating. And he literally just surrendered himself to the universe. And then he tells the story of what happened to him and all these incredible experiences and people started to come into their, his life. And then um, and then people wanted to pay money because they wanted to work with him. And <laughs> anyway, I mean, the start of the book, he's, he's, he's telling his story as he's sat on his private jet. <laughs> so you, you know what the outcome is but right. I, I just think it's so beautiful and you know just going back to this simplicity I think you know when we're looking at what do I want to create in my life you know I want to create a successful business I want happy relationships I, I want an incredible career I want to create wealth in my life we often think it's going to be a hard journey and actually, you know, when you listen to a story like that, it's so inspirational that he was just like, well, I can either struggle, but really I realized that it's all set out for me anyway. It's all destined. Mm. My life is all laid out for me. So I might as well just surrender to it and go with the flow. And I just think that's incredibly inspirational. Absolutely. Love it. I think he also wrote Untethered Soul, right? Singer? He yeah. did. Yeah, I love that one too. Absolutely. Yeah, he's great. I he love is. him. I do too. He's got an incredible story himself, right? <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> um, how about a quote that inspires you? Yeah, I think I might have um, kind of like alluded to it, but my favorite quote of all time is, um, it, and again, it's a quote that's taken from from the teachings of Kundalini Yoga, and it's um, raise your vibrations so high that people can't help but be attracted to you. Hmm. And I really resonate with that. I t I I share it with my clients, and you know, it really goes back to this relationship building. People want to be around high frequency people people that make them feel good and if you can do anything within your life to actually make you feel good about yourself and then go out there and share it with others people are just going to come and want to be with you whether okay. it's you know as a client uh, relationship or you know whether it's romantic partnerships or whatever it might be people are just going to attract in and want to be around you and it's incredible the doors that will open and the opportunities that will be presented to you when you're on that vibrational frequency absolutely absolutely love it if you could leave the world with one final message like your golden nugget what would it be I think it will be around um, female leadership and female empowerment. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world at the moment, quite shocking stuff. And I think we can all be in agreement that the, the leadership that is being presented at the moment all around the world is, in my opinion, certainly not a great representation of leadership. And I truly, truly believe that women are the key for that. I feel that women are incredible leaders and we've really got an opportunity now to actually rise up and challenge the status quo and actually say, hang on a minute, there's a different way of doing things. And you know, it is that relationship building and that listening and um, the nurturing and the creation. So my final message would be, we just need more women. We need more empowered, wealthy women. Mm -hmm. Empowered, 
think it was a quote, I can't remember who it was by. There was a quote around in, empowered, wealthy, turned on women are going to change this world. And I really yeah. feel that, you know, we, the more we can, the more that we can empower ourselves and go out there mm-hmm. and support one another, the more, uh, the bigger difference we can make in this world. So I, 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 that's my, that's my final thought, you know, mm. like let's go out there and let's make a difference, but most importantly, let's support one another in doing this and let's get the men involved so that they support us as well. You know, there's, there's this incredible movement that's happening at the moment that's very, very exciting. But we really do need women to stop proving themselves, right. and, you know, worthy of it and actually start to believe it and start to stand up and make a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely love it. Well, before I ask my last question, how do we find and support you? Okay, so you can find me, um, my website is abigailrebecca.com. So if you Google either Abigail Rebecca or Illuminated Leaders, which is the name of our community, you'll be able to find us really easily. Um, We also hang out quite a lot on Instagram and Facebook under Illuminated Leaders. Um, Yeah, so that's how you're going to be able to find us. And if you go on to, actually, if you go onto the front page of the website, the book that I was talking about, the free book, Mm -hmm. you can actually click on that and download a copy of the free book. Oh, fantastic. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Okay. As you know, we are Rise Up For You. So when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? I love that phrase. Mm -hmm. Can I just, I just love your brand and I love what you're doing. And what that speaks to me is about like rising up together. You know, one of the things that I talk about is when one woman rises, we all rise. Mm -hmm. And the same is obviously applicable to that. You know, when one human rises, Mm -hmm. we all rise. Mm -hmm. So for me, it really means like really supporting one another and, and really realizing that we're all connected. We're all one. So we all have a part to play in this dance of life. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Well, that's beautiful. And thank you, um, Abby, so much for your time today and your wisdom. And I know it really served our audience. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.